single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. I'm gonna look at the monitor the whole time. The entire episode. I prefer to look at both of us than just you. Does it still feel personal, like we're you're engaged in the conversation? I'm such a weirdo that like human connection, it's just gonna be weird no matter what. This is just kind of working. For you don't me. know how to make human connection? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Maybe or you're autistic. No, I think that I'm just always very comfortable. I don't get embarrassed. Nothing embarrasses you. I mean, sometimes, but it's... I'm Have you ever farted loud on accident in a group of people you don't know that well? No, I'm really good about... I, I don't even like saying the F word. Or have you ever <laughs> tripped and fell in front of someone who you kind of had a crush on? In high school, I, I backed up my car into a, the prettiest girl's car. And that was pretty bad. You were embarrassed? That was really Because you felt like a bad driver? Um, no, because she was always... Like I was such a geek at the school, and then she was like the prettiest, coolest girl, and like her dad was a rock star. I don't. How'd she react? She was always so nice to me leading up to that, and she was really nice about it, and that also made it really embarrassing. So you made you like her even more. You're like, God, she's so cool. I hit her, and she was so cool. I love this girl. I couldn't have liked or loved her any more than I did. I just hated myself even more for not having. Are you still in contact with her? No, but but I I look at her Instagram sometimes. Why don't you DM her? I don't think she remembers me. She's like kind of famous now. What? Oh. Yeah. So she pursued the same business as you. Not exactly, but she's like famous. Maybe I should DM her. Her dad's a rock star. Um, And then she spun that into also being famous. But she's a cool person. Like I'm not saying it was all nepotism, I I don't think. Maybe she'd go out with me if you're too scared to make the move. Maybe I'll have to make the move, teach you a lesson to go for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As if I'm a good friend I need to teach you You gotta go for it I don't want to learn a lesson Why would I tell you who she is? No, I'm definitely not telling you who she is It's good for you If I steal her to be mine Because it'll teach you You gotta go for things No I would have learned that by now I just like my comfort zone You think you would have But sometimes it just takes That little boost from a good friend It's just false <laughs> People like to think that It makes you feel like You've made a difference but you haven't. I can't make a difference. Also, if someone doesn't want to receive the help you want to give them, then they're not going to use it. And it's really your just it's your own ego wanting to feel better than me. Like, you know, better. Well, sometimes you're not, you, actually you're not happy you. about the help, but it's still what's best for you in the long run. It's not. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know happens. that either. Then you're right. I don't know. it. Fine. I could just all we could do is make our best guesses in and, this world. And my guess is, is that if you're like. 35 i've already received the stick many times about being apathetic with trying to like have you ever had a friend of yours steal a girl you had feelings for um steal her right from under your grasp um, and you go man i should have went for it oh like i would have i mean there's there's a lot of things like that yeah so many so many like regrets why i should have done this and then i didn't but i don't think i've ever really felt like i was I've had a lot of things happen. Right? <laughs> Lots of stuff like that, yes. You've been through a lot. A thousand things You've been like whipped that. around by the world. Um, I feel like I've, I've had been whip, whipped around a little by some stuff, yeah. Okay, so how I got these chairs? You stole them from a hotel. 
I saw him from a hotel. Me and my younger brother, Jonah, 18 years old, homosexual male, were building the studio. He's very good at, he's a, he's a handyman kind of type of man. And he was helping me build out the studio and we needed chairs. That was the last piece because we had this couch and it was awkward when you sat with people because you had to like turn your neck. These are great interview chairs. So we needed chairs. So we're at this hotel for my cousin's wedding and we see these chairs and we go, these would, there's so many of these and these would be perfect for the podcast studio. So we put on orange vests and we walked into the hotel and we just each grabbed one and walked out and put it in the car and drove off. That's not nice. It's you stole. N- yeah, but it was from like a big, I'm not going to say the name of the hotel, mostly because I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a big chain hotel. They didn't need them. Like a corporate thing? Yeah. Like a Holiday Inn or something? It was nicer than a Holiday Inn, but, but yeah. But another was, corporate yeah. thing. Like a Kimpton? That, I've never heard of that, but yeah, it was like a Kimpton. I don't, I wouldn't do that. You don't steal, period? I, I no. I mean, I do think you ever graze? If you're in Whole Foods and you're never. getting food, you never no. take an extra one and just eat it right there? No. And in there? I don't steal. I can't remember the last time I stole something. Well, I steal. I may have stolen like baseball cards when I was a kid. I didn't steal That's when it. I was a kid. I steal more as an adult. And I've I grown stole into it. some stuff from my parents, like money or something like that. I've never done that. Not like money, but my parents had a drawer of foreign money when they traveled and they'd come back and have like 20 euros and some whatever. Yeah. And then I would take that and then go exchange it at the money exchange. Whoa. But I've already told my mom about that. And what'd she say? She was just like, I didn't know you did that. I just thought your sisters did. <laughs> she like, like she was like, I didn't expect that from you. You were the sweet innocent Benji. You know what else I did after, after or, and around the time of my bar mitzvah, some people who don't come will mail checks. Uh huh. And because my mom would intercept every check and then put it in like a safety. She account. wouldn't let you spend it. No, it was all going in a safety account. Mine did the same thing. What a I, bitch, I would huh? get to the checks before her and then deposit them. See, I keep it. was. She thought that was how old you were 12 at this time. 13. I'm 13. Inter- when I was 13, I didn't know how to deposit a check. I wouldn't even know what to do with a check if they gave me a check. I did. Wow. I got an ID. I had my ID from my school, like my middle school ID. And I went to the market. That had a bank in it, and I figured it out. I think I went in That's once. That's smart. Yeah, and they were like, well, you need an ID, and you need this. And I'm like, okay. I remember there were store guys, because I think the store uses City National Bank. The comedy store? Yeah. And uh, there, when I know all you store guys now are all rich, but everyone used to be really poor. I think I'm one of the richest store guys, and I'm not rich. Well, the people used to be so poor that store guys didn't even have checking accounts. That's how poor they were. And so they would take their store checks... To oh, to one of those cash for checks. Places. And then I taught them. I was like, just go to City National Bank. It's right on Doheny down the street, and you don't have to pay those fees. They'll just give you cash. And I remember one store guy being like, I had no idea. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, okay, I guess it is people have more money now because most of the door guys now have checkings accounts. Yeah. But still, they're living check to check. They need that comedy store money. I bet. Yeah, they're it's not, expensive. They're not city. rich. They're definitely... But you guys sell the booths now. There used to not be booth selling. Yeah, but that's changed. Someone ratted us out. Oh, really? So, yeah, there's no more booth selling anymore. Oh, or now no. it, there is still booth selling, but it's the legal booth selling. $40 a booth, just the four booths in the back. That's it. Oh, okay. That's what I think we had. But we used to sell them for 20 Yeah, well, there was a period... I don't know if I should even say this on a podcast, but it's ended now. But there was a period, I'm not going to say names, where some people may have sold them for more than 40 they may have sold some booths that weren't supposed to be sold as well. 
So they were. Oh, so random people would come in and be like, "We'll give you five hundred bucks. Just give us a booth. We don't even have I, tickets." It was never that much, but it was maybe sixty or eighty instead of the forty. Or, so we don't have tickets. Or or maybe all the four booths that we're supposed to sell or those back booths were already sold, and someone said, "Hey, can I buy a booth?" And you sell one say, of the back ones. Yeah. Oh, we used to do that. I think that's okay. Yeah, but so but then eventually they uh, they cracked down. The mm-hmm. the management at the store cracked down. Well, it's more corporate now. I feel like it does that, feel that way. Yeah, so it makes sense that that wouldn't. But it's actually not more corporate. They just have more people. No, it's more corporate. It's still owned by the Shores. It's not a corporation. No, oh yeah, no, I don't mean that. I mean just in the way it's being run. Yeah, it's being run more like a traditional. Yeah, it's it's being ran like a business. Yeah, exactly. They penny pinch and they make moves to save a thousand dollars a month. I think they have their reasons. They got their yeah money. Yeah. Money makes the world go round. Yeah, people love I money. Get it. I people like money too. I don't like it. You don't? But I want more of it. Just because you can't deny there's things you need money for. Why don't you like money? It creates uh, superficialness. It creates... I just don't really like superficialness? the Superficialness? It's not a word. It's just so vague. Like, what are you even saying? I don't know. Okay, so like... People with too much money, then they're then they start buying Gucci wallets and things they don't oh, need. Materialism. And then, yeah, materialism. And then you have women who only like guys who have a lot of money. So and what you're saying is more money, money, more problems. More money, more problems. And it's just, I would like to think that if I got ten million dollars right now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change much in my life. You totally would. What do you think I would change? You'd get a nicer place to live and you'd have no. a nicer studio. No. With a studio, maybe. Ari, of course you would. Shut up. I wouldn't. Shut up, Ari. I like my apartment. Yeah, but if you had $10 million, you would move You know what I would do? Out. You know what I would Talking do? I wouldn't about. move out, but you know what I would do? Um, there's a wine stain on my dining room chair, one of my chairs. I would, and I don't haven't changed it yet because I'd have to buy all four new chairs right now. I can't just buy one individual chair. I can't even hear. And this. I would buy all four chairs to replace to fix the wine stain. You would move. I wouldn't move. I'd stop talking to you if you had ten million dollars and you didn't move. I wouldn't move. You would. I wouldn't. I don't think you fully understand what ten million dollars. You know feel what I would like do in terms of your ability and what you can do now. I wouldn't move, but you know what I would do? I would take more vacations and I might get an apartment in New York City as well and be by coastal, but I wouldn't move. I almost believe that. But your apartment in New York would be dope. No, it wouldn't. You'd get a, a shitty big. apartment in it New York. It wouldn't be shitty. It would be similar to this. What are you trying? I don't, I just, are you trying to prove something? I'm not trying to prove something. I'm saying that's the type of guy I am. You don't want a backyard? Maybe if I had a family, but as of right now, I wouldn't use You don't a want a cool pool? You don't want a backyard and a pool and a view? Have you been to a house with a backyard, a pool and it's a view? Nice, it's, it's nice, but it's more problems, more money, more problems. I don't want to take care of a pool. Then I have to hire a pool guy. I don't want to do that. Let me break down $10 million for you, okay? You could invest like all of it That's or what, maybe m- most that. of it and then take a million of it, put down a million dollars on a house and it'll be really nice and you're like pretty chill and you've yeah, invested um, nine million of it. So if you're putting a million dollars on a house, so what is it? A three million dollar house? What's the... You could just buy a million dollar house. Yeah, but a million dollar house in LA okay, gets fine. you a little dinker in the valley. Okay, fine. You put down a million dollars on a three million dollar house. Sure. Okay. So it would be a house in this area, small, quaint. You take all that other millions, you invest it, and now because you have investments, you have money coming in all the time, and your life is chill. I if I bought a house with that money, a three million dollar house in this area, a little, a little nice, cute house, I wouldn't live. I'd stay living in my apartment, and I'd rent out the house, and it would just be a thing to have. 
so stupid. I don't, and I don't even believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. You so you think if I had money, I would change? I don't think that's changing. That's just you are someone with money now, so you get a nicer place to live. Well, maybe I would keep my Prius, my 2008 Prius with 95,000 miles on it. Again, it's like pretentious. What you're saying is pretentious for so many reasons. It's not pretentious. It's, it's totally pretentious. It, the car gets me from A to B. It's all I need. It's pretentious <laughs> to drive a car that you had the interior done in Mexico. With it's, 90, yeah, but it's actually miles. a nicer interior than if I were to get factory leather from Toyota. Isn't that's nicer leather? If I met someone with fifteen million dollars who drove your car, I wouldn't like them. I th- I disagree. I'd say you're a fake. <laughs> no, a fake is someone who buys really fancy shit with their money. No, that's just someone who just gets stuff that they like. Life Wh- is good. Why can't you agree that it could be both? You could be the type of guy that gets fancy shit, and you could be, you know. I'm not a, saying a, get fancy stuff. I'm just saying like. If you had 15 million, you could upgrade to a more comfortable, normal thing and you still wouldn't be like living lavishly. You don't have to get a $3 million house. You could just get a small house or a nicer apartment or something like that. But I just like upgrade. my apartment. I don't You're, need to upgrade. I th- I, you know what I do wish it had? A built-in washer and dryer. You could just go somewhere and get a washer and dryer. I and instead, I would money. hire a plumber. I'd spend a few thousand dollars to get See, a plumber. See, that's stupid. Why? Why are you doing improvements to someone else's apartment that you don't even own? And why are you because throwing money you'd away? Still, even You're if paying I spent, their equity. Even if I spent while you three could grand. Be saving money, doing something smart, and putting money into the house that you own. Even if I spent three grand to get a washer and dryer built in, it would still, in the long run of living there, be way cheaper than getting a more expensive you don't place. Know that. You're just creating a story in your head. You could buy a house that's worth a million dollars and you live there for 10 years, and then 10 years later, it's worth four million dollars you've made a bunch of money in equity and you've Maybe. actually been throwing money away here paying rent towards nothing All so right, you you're just creating point. a negative story you so have a good point so you can feel cool that you drive a shitty car i don't feel and cool live in a medium apartment when you have 15 million dollars. i don't feel cool all right i mean i sometimes i feel cool but not right now not in this hypothetical scenario yeah we're doing a podcast in your garage yeah and it's pretty cool why need more than it's this it's pretty cool but you're too picky. I'm not picky. You're judging me based off I'm, my fictional money that I don't have. Yeah, because I think you don't know. It shows that you don't know yourself. Okay, here's what you have. Here's what we'll have to do. Mm-hmm. You give me $10 million, <laughs> and we'll see. I don't have $10 million to give you. I know. But you will, probably within six months, I'd say. <sighs> it six doesn't seem like it, but yeah, that's not, that's not what I'm in it for, I guess. Oh, you're not in it for that. No, I'm not. But I'm Looks not pretentious about what I would do with money if I had it. Okay. All right. I would do something normal like get a house, invest it, blah, blah, blah. Get a washer and dryer in a house I live in instead of buying it for some guy whose apartment I rent from. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd get a nice podcast studio because I like doing podcasts. I'll make it really nice. I'll invite people. I'll invite. I'll let other comics use my studio because I'm a nice guy. I let other comics use this. I know. But what if you had an even nicer one? Imagine how happy they'd be. Yeah. Imagine if you could tell your friends, hey, I have a house with a view, and I've got all this food. It's really fun, and I built a studio. If you ever want to do your podcast there, just come by. We'll have a great time. A real Jeff Ross type, huh? No, I think I think it's okay to receive the good things in life, and if you accept them and let yourself have them in a, with a giving energy, it's a positive thing. I it's would, not this selfish thing where you If I had $10 house. Million, instead of buying a house, I would take a year off and travel the world. Great, wonderful, beautiful. Is that acceptable? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if it's one thing I know about you, mm-hmm. you listen to my podcast religiously. Never. Really? 
I don't like podcasts. None? None. Not even like science podcasts or history podcasts? Or murder podcasts? You ever listen to Serial season one? I didn't like it. You listened and didn't like it? Yeah. Wow. I like, um, I do the Ted NPR radio hour and I listen to a baseball podcast, the Baseball Tonight podcast, and that's it. Good for you. So the premise of my podcast yeah. is... Unlicensed therapy? So yeah, I have my friends come in and I, I know a lot of things. So do you, but I'm probably a lot smarter and know more. Probably not. Definitely and, not. And I will give you advice and fix your life if you have any problems. I don't. You have no problems? Nope. Everyone's got problems. Jay-Z's got problems. Yeah, but I don't think it's a problem to have problems. What do you mean? I think life was just going to throw different things at you. Sometimes you're happy. Sometimes you're sad. Sometimes you're emotional. Sometimes you don't feel anything. It's yeah. Like the, the human experience. Everyone's got something that stresses them out. I guess. Yeah. But mine aren't, mine aren't something that need to be worked on. They're more like momentary things. You have nothing. You have no problem that needs to be worked on. I mean, any, any problem that I need to work on, I'm already working on. Yeah, but I could help you get there faster. I don't. I think, could fix it. I don't need your help. You don't need it, but you could use it. How do, fix I, it faster. You think you can help me with the problems I have that I work on? Absolutely. I could. I could fix them way better than you could. Okay. Um. But I do fix them. Like for example, sometimes yeah. I'm not patient. You're impatient. And I then can. I'll and then I'll tell myself, "Hey, Ben, you're being impatient in this moment. Calm yourself down, and then I will." So that's an example of like, I don't need your help. There's a problem. Sometimes impatience as a feeling emerges in me. And when it does, I, I, I recognize it. For me, it's mostly just about consciousness and staying in my present and knowing what I'm feeling and what's going on. That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's one type of problem that maybe I couldn't help you with that much. But maybe there's a goal you have that you haven't fulfilled yet. Maybe you're lonely at night. Maybe you wish you, you need relationship advice. Maybe you have a, you're in a fight with a friend or a family member. You see, the, the trouble with what you're doing to me right now is that you're basically asking me to operate where, or, or that, to admit that I'm operating from a place of lack where something is wrong with me. And I don't everyone, there's something wrong with everyone. No, no one's perfect. No, I actually think the, I am perfect and the world is perfect and everything's unfolding all the time exactly how it's supposed you to. You don't think that. I do. You don't think, you don't wake up and go, I do. Life is perfect and I am perfect. No, I maybe not the first moment when I wake up, but eventually I get to a place or I try to where I'm sort of accepting myself and my humanity and the world as I'm experiencing it. I'm just accepting it as it comes despite what's going on. I don't buy it. You don't buy it? No. You're not like like I like you. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, you've been nothing but nice to me. You've been, been great. I'm yeah. not saying you're the most unhappy person in the world, but you're definitely not the happiest, most content <laughs> person in the world. Yeah, but I'm okay. But that's that's part of my thing. <laughs> I accept that. I don't view that as a problem. You complain. <laughs> so? So? I like complaining. Okay, so complain. What's something you have to complain about that I could help you with that gives you some... I want to make it so you have less to complain about. Um... But I want to have my complaints. You'll, ha- you'll have new things to complain about. Let's fix your current complaints and then you can have a new batch. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Miro. Miro delivers amazing, natural, effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. It's unisex. 
you could use it if you're a guy or a girl. They just sent me some, and I really like it. I've gotten some compliments on the way that I smell, and I feel good at the same time. It's nice to know I'm not using some sort of weird chemical that some of the other major brands of deodorants may use to cut down on cost and whatnot. This formula is hardworking, long-lasting, and it has no toxic anything. No aluminum, no parabens, talc mineral oil, or triclosan. I'm really happy to have gotten to try this, and I'm going to be using it from here on out. You can try it as well. Get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5. Visit mymyro.com slash unlicensed therapy and use promo code unlicensed therapy. Yeah, get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5. Visit mymyro.com slash unlicensed therapy and use promo code unlicensed therapy. That's mymyro, M-Y-M-Y-R-O.com. I mean, I could just name a million things. Let's start with one. But it's dumb because it's like, I want more love in my life. Everyone wants more love in their life. I want more money. Everyone wants more money. Not I want to be better looking. Everyone wants to be better not looking. Everyone, well, the better looking we can't fix. I mean, there's someone who, who could, but you look fine and I can't fix that. The more money, again, you got more money than me. I can't really help you there. The love, there's something I could help you with. I'm a relationship expert. I'm really good with love. I've had over five girlfriends. I'm not looking to change the amount of love I have in my life right now. I'm very happy with where it's you at. You just said you're looking for more love. I could. Anybody wants more love, but that doesn't matter. Not mean anyone. Not a married man with a family and friends. Um, I disagree. Because love can be a puppy walks by and you go, oh my God, I love that puppy. It's and you're, so cute. Speaking of that, you're in the market for a puppy. Exactly. I yeah, am. I have a puppy. That's very coming. nice. Yeah. And I think that'll help you attract more female specimens as well. I don't, again, I'm totally good with my female stuff. But if I see a female who I like and things start happening or a puppy or whatever it is, then I welcome that love into my life. Yeah. But I don't ever view like the amount of love I have in my life. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm sure I'm exactly as loved and giving as much love as I'm supposed to be giving right now. Sure. But I'd like to see you get married within the next three to five years. Sure. If that's what if that's what's meant to be. Well, I'm going to make that meant to be. Okay, but here's the thing. What if in the next three to five years, um, let's say I, I, be, I, sit, I write a movie that I love, and then I make it, and then I'm a star, and then this and that, and the next three to five years of my life is a crazy a journey of the, of the world touring on this uh, three-movie thing I wrote, and my life is too busy to fall in love, and if I wouldn't she's, want to. If she's the one, she'll either wait patiently with a long-distance relationship, she'll come with you, it'll work out. Yeah, but if that's not what's meant to be in that moment, and in that moment I'm supposed to be like, oh my God, I'm world famous right now. I should deal with that, and that's what I. Plenty of world famous people find love. Yes, I'm just giving you an example. I don't. I really have like goals of being world famous. The point is, is the next three to five years of my life might look like many things, and maybe falling in love isn't something that's going to actually help me or something that I actually want. It will. Okay. What are you? So you're a psychic. No, I just, you're a 35-year-old man. <laughs> your, si- there. your siblings are all married or divorced. Yep. It's your turn now. I should get married, have kids? Yeah. All right. You'd be a great dad. Thanks, man. You'd play a good catch with them? Thanks, man. You also yeah. got to be a husband. That's part of it. Yeah, that's a bonus, but the, ki- the kids no, was most important. I'm saying you have to important. be a good husband, too. Sure, yeah. but the kids was most important. 
I mean, it can Kids be, priority but, number but if one. your relationship isn't good, that can be taxing and it's not a positive thing. Yeah. But you'd be, you, you have the potential to be a good husband. Of course. Yeah. I see that in you. Yeah. But it depends on the person because you're perfect. Like you said earlier. Exactly. <laughs> you're now perfect. You're so, getting it. so you'd be a perfect husband because everything's perfect. Exactly. So what I think you should do. Yeah. Is go to a Dodger game and sit in the single section. There's no single section at Dodger Let's Stadium. Let's start one. <laughs> and it's a great way to meet your perfect girl because you love the Dodgers. So what do you need in a girl? Similar interests. Okay. Dodgers. Fine. I'll Dodger go to a Dodger girl. game with you and we can try to meet girls if you want to. I've never done that. Have you? No, I've actually never had the balls. Yeah, I can't approach women at a Dodgers game. The two places that are really intimidating, Dodger games and yoga class. So you've gone to yoga class and you've wanted to talk to girls. You've just been a little intimidated. Here's another. Uh, There's always the hottest girls in yoga. And I'm always like, I should. And I've been doing yoga my whole adult life. And I have I think I once DM'd a teacher and she didn't respond. You went, of all the people, you go for the teacher? I went for their teacher. You DM'd go big, her. huh? She didn't respond. But after 14, did it say like red? 14, 15 years of doing Bikram classes and all the hot girls I've been around, I finally got the courage. Did to it say her. red? I don't think it did, no. Okay. Here's how you meet a girl in yoga class. I've never done it, but I know how. Yeah. Instead of thinking to yourself, I want to be with this girl, mm-hmm. you have to think to yourself, I want to get to know this girl. So maybe you say... How do you know I don't already do that? I do do that. Okay. Well, then maybe... In- You're pro- you project a lot. You project <laughs> a lot of problems onto people. Why are you attacking me right now? <laughs> I'm here to help you. Oops, sorry. So maybe you say to the girl, hey, I'm doing a show this weekend at the comedy store, and it would really mean a lot if you guys could come. This is what you want me to do at a yoga class? Yeah. Announce to the class? If you're friendly with some people, you go, hey, I'm doing a show this weekend if you're I'm free. not friendly with people. Well, there's your problem. Well, it's a, it's a weird time to be friendly with people. No, it isn't. It's you a, could always be friendly. I do Bikram yoga. It's 90 minutes. It's really hot. After you could go, man, that was great. Or, or not, man. It's not. Say. It's like you're sweaty. It's an, you're like going through like an intense thing. Yeah, so you go, that was intense. I, feel, I think I'm going to feel great later from this. What do you think? Small talk, baby. It's just not as easy as you think. I'm going through an intense cleanse after that 90-minute class. I'm, I'm, it's intense. Yeah, exactly. So you say, you say those feelings to the person you're with, and they go, I'm glad you said that. I feel the same way. Boom, you just started a relationship. I don't think I did. Hey, do you like the Dodgers? I like the Dodgers. Are you going to watch the Dodger game tonight? Hey, I'm Benji. Are you going to watch the Dodger game tonight? I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know you don't want to because it's scary and you're scared to take that leap. It's stupid. It's not it, stupid. It's stupid. It's not stupid. It's stupid. I know you've downloaded dating apps. This is that. You know what? Call call a yoga studio and be like, hey, what's your policy on um, hitting on girls? It's not hitting on girls to say, are you going to watch the game tonight? Then what is it? You're, Small you're trying- talk. You could say that to a man. That's how you know if it's hitting on girls. It's could hitting you on say a girl if your motives are to get something out of it. So small talk plus motives equals hitting on a girl. Hitting on a girl can be, what's your sign? 
That's not, I want to date you right now, be my sure. wife, and I want sure. to own you're you. You're right. That is it's, hitting it's on a small girl. Talk. It's but hitting it's on a easier, girl. But it's easy to cover that up. So if someone's like, you were hitting on her, you could say, no, I wasn't. I was making conversation because I'm divisive, a friendly guy. And that's not how I want to get to know someone. And I know that was your advice. Get to know them. And I don't want to get to know people based off divisive behavior where I'm manipulating them. You're manipulating me right now. There you go. There you go. I feel manipulated. Why? I don't know. Just the way you make me feel. Well, you you can't just say these are my feel and not even that's these not are my feelings. Sometimes you can't explain things. Sometimes you just feel them. Well, if so you can't even explain, if you can't even gut. explain it, then that feeling's your fault. <laughs> if you can't even articulate how what it is and why it's my fault, then it's not my fault. You're it just, is your fault. No, then then explain it. Explain the feeling to me. Explain what I said and what I did. Otherwise, I can't take responsibility for everyone just saying feelings that they're having because of me. You have to think. You have to close your eyes and think about it deep down, and you'll you'll realize what you did. I I really don't. You manipulated me. How how did I manipulate you? Because I used what you said earlier against, against you. Against you, show. yeah. But it's because you needed to be manipulated. <laughs> oh, so the truth comes out. You manipulated me because I, didn't I needed manipulate to be. You, you just you, said you did because I needed to be. I didn't. I what I used is is your own logic against you. You manipulated yourself, and I just revealed it to you. I can't wrap my head around all this. I can't either. So You're who, the therapist. So who won? Me or you? There's no winning or losing here, man. I think I won. I think I won. You think you won what? The game. What game? The game to see who could win or, or lose on the therapy battle. Was that a therapy battle? We didn't even talk about you. Uh, No, this, is, this podcast is about you. They, they don't want to hear about me. So then it's not a therapy battle. Therapy battle would be now I do therapy on you and see what I do. All right, try it. You've been to real therapy, right? Yeah, of course. I never have. Try it. You haven't? No. Because I'm perfect. Because I'm perfect the way I goddamn am. Oh, yeah? How so? I I look great. I feel great. Everyone likes me. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Does that require work or anything? No, just my natural ability, natural born gift from God. So effortlessly, without good, without, good uh, genetics, I guess. So without effort, your life is great. Yeah. No problems. Not that I could think of. So you're essentially doing exactly what I did. Oh, you don't like it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have your own game. Oh, you lose. Give you a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> doesn't feel good on the therapist side of things, does it? It's hard to give therapy to someone like that, isn't it? Is that what you say to your therapist? You walk in, how's it going, Benji? It's going great. I don't know why I'm here. You don't say that to your therapist, do you? No, I just talk about my week and he asks me questions. Tell me about your week. Um, It's been a good week. I had, um, I had some like good, like, meeting stuff happening which is good oh for your comedy thing that you do yeah nice, nice. um i've been booking some gigs in august which i'm excited some about stand-up comedy gigs. yes yeah. oh, that's wonderful yeah and then um i'm going to a wedding this weekend which i'm also looking forward to oh uh is it a friend family members who's friend wedding? i grew up with getting married in chicago and then i'm gonna go see tool the next night that's so you're going to chicago this weekend for yeah, a wedding that's awesome for a wedding and tool yeah and are you bringing anyone or are you going by yourself i'm going alone it's also odd because um this is a guy I grew up with, but I'm like, and I'm mostly friends with all my townie friends who I grew up with, <clears throat> but he lives in New York and I'm one of the only ones who like kept in touch with him. 
And so I'm going kind of solo to see. So it's a kind of interesting that I'm the one that sustained the friendship out of all of us with him. And you're kind of proud of that. Um, I like the guy a lot. That's, and you're happy for him? Have you met this uh, yeah. bride-to-be? Yeah, I have. And she's awesome? Yeah, great girl. And do you plan on meeting any of the bridesmaids? Um, I've never yeah. been really good at like meeting girls at weddings or at all, so I don't really look at it that way. That's not true. I've heard several girls you've met in your life. I'm good <clears throat> if I like have a few meetings. Like a girl, like one night we meet, like fireworks don't happen, but like we hang out a few times and she gets to know me and then maybe it's okay. But it usually takes a little context. Got it. So you're going to go to the Tool concert by yourself as well? I am, yeah. You, do you do that a lot? Go to concerts by yourself? Um, uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes. I could. Yeah, sometimes. You're, you're fine with it? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to Bali by myself. Oh, right. You told um, me about that. Tonight. And I'm terrified. Not really terrified. Not like actually terrified. Don't be. I'm not terrified. Maybe that's the wrong word, but like I've never traveled like this by myself. Okay, you're gonna have a great time. Um, right. Do you want some advice? Because I've traveled a lot alone. Sure. Have some books to read. Okay. Um, I don't usually think they're worth it at all, but I think I found the last time I traveled, I had my iTunes watch, so I knew all my steps and stuff, and I did like a lot of walking in all these places I was traveling. So it was like kind of cool to be like, "Whoa, I walked like 13 miles of Paris today." It was actually kind of cool. Um. But usually I think people, it's not necessary for me. I'm not someone who's like looking at my steps, but I found that when I was traveling, it was nice. Have stuff to read, have Netflix stuff downloaded onto your phone and stuff to for watch. The flight, yeah, for the flight. Yeah. yeah. Just cause then you don't have to, then you have it. Even if you don't have Wi-Fi, you can always be like, oh, I can watch the office. Cause right. Amazon and Netflix, you can download stuff okay. on their streaming services. Okay. Um, do dating apps so you can meet people if you're going to be alone. You've done that? Yeah, I've met people while traveling on dating apps, yeah. I don't I'm really bad with dating apps. Well, when you're alone and you're traveling, you're going to be a little more lenient because you'll be like, "Okay, I'm I don't know if you're but Bali there's going to be a ton of Americans and I think you're going to be fine. And you're you're chatty enough. I think you'll be I think that's a good place to go to alone. Do you think But I, I do should... know that some parts of Bali are a little more coupley romantic and stuff. Uh -huh. So maybe make sure you're to try to avoid those a little bit. Yeah, or like just be like yeah, or go, but no, like, oh, I've been told this island's really good for couples or, like, more romantic vibes. Maybe I'll only spend a night or two there and then go to the other parts of the beaches or whatever. Do you think I should stay in a hostel or a hotel? I would try both. See whatever is vibing. Have you stayed in hostels before? I can't imagine you staying in hostels. No, I don't know. You would know if you've stayed in a hostel before. Maybe. Hostel is you share a room with I, other people. I, I don't need you to explain to me what it is. <laughs> so you've never stayed in a hostel. I think I'm. I think I may have. You haven't. <laughs> you would know. Well, I've done like I did like camping trips as a teenager and. Not I, a hostel. That's a camping trip. Two different things. Yeah, but no, it was a good thing. An organized trek or yeah it's, excursion. Not, it's great it's awesome but, but sometimes we might have stayed in hostels i don't quite remember i think i stayed in hostels in israel when i was a teenager maybe or a young person you should take a hostel trip i think i'm too old for that i'm 35 i think most people there are 35 no it's mostly people in their early 20s so, think, a lot of hostel so then am i too old for a hostel 29 you're younger than me in spirit <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> yeah, you're like more like in the world and like you're like I'm more of like an old man in it's my cool ways. It's cool that now. I appear that way, but I'm very old man ways. 
Dude, you my wanna... favorite thing to do is do nothing. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, but you run like a comedy show in your living room. You're you're like always active, like doing stuff. Like you're very like you have the heart of a young man still. Wow, I do not. You run comedy shows. You had your own TV show. Yeah, no, I'm just like I said. I believe you have the heart of a young man still. You know what? Someone who runs a comedy show is doing, hmm. not running their own TV show. I guess, but I, I, I think in ways I have the heart of a young man too, but you are more so. You have, you are younger in spirit, sir. And do you think I'm uh, better looking? You're probably better looking than me, yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. I didn't think that. I was just wanted to see what you'd say. I mean, I could see someone looking at us like apples and oranges, but overall I'd say, yeah, you're probably better looking. I don't think that's true. I have a lot Take of... Take a look. We have a monitor bus right here. I have a lot of scars. My face looks puffy right now. Uh, I have moles all over my body. You do? I, I'm a little chubby. You have a better body than me. I'm chubby. I think, the, I think literally the only advantage I have over you is I might be like an inch taller. Um, maybe. Think but that goes it. a long way. An inch would go a long way. Yeah. Can sit up a little more. Taller. There we go. That's about it. That's all I have. So... You had good meetings. You're going to Chicago. I'm going to go see Tool. You're mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. You're happy. I have also have a podcast, too, so I did that this week. That's been really encouraging. You um, just got on iTunes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I did Mother's Day stuff. That was nice. With your mom? I saw my mom. I saw my grandma. I saw my sisters who are mothers. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like now that your sisters are mothers, you were celeb- you were? Because normally you have to spend it with your mom. Did you still feel allegiance to your mom or now it was like sisters and mom? Well, my sisters have the same mom, so we all just flock to the mom and then it's like a thing. Right. Yeah. But you didn't feel like you had to... I didn't get my sister's gifts. Yeah, you didn't get your... Just my mom and my grandma. Ooh, what'd you get your mom and grandma? I got my grandma chocolates, these fancy chocolates, and then I got my mom a really nice candle. And they liked it? Yeah. That's so nice of you. I haven't got my mom a gift. Uh, I didn't get my mom a gift on Mother's Day. I just called her and said, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, you're like, you know, probably not that good of a son. <laughs> I was also not in town. I didn't see it. I send couldn't flowers. See it. You find the florist down the street and just have them send flowers. Yeah, I could have done that. I didn't. Yeah. Do I should have? Yeah. Do you cool. think it's too late now to send them now for Mother's Day? No. So I should send them today. I should get flowers sent to Sorry, her. Sorry, I missed Mother's Day. I was having a crazy day. Or um, sound like you're really rich now, so she's proud. Be like, I told my assistant to send the flowers and they fucked up. <laughs> you know how it is how finding help nowadays. <laughs> Sorry about the late Mother's not Day gift. Not believe me. Sorry about the late Mother's Day gift. Love you. You're the best mom in the world. Here's some You're flowers. the best mom in the world? Yeah, do something nice for your mom. But she can't be the best mom in the world. Just say something nice and give her flowers. Okay. You I came will. out of her. Is that enough? What do you mean, is that enough? People, I get that a lot. Like, you have to love your mom. You came out of her. Do I have to love her for that? What if she wasn't a good mom? I think she... Was she not? Wasn't the best mom. One to ten? Five. Do you forgive her? Maybe. I'd find out if you forgive your mom. That's an important thing. Boom. Beat you in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I I forgive her right now. Then send flowers. Send flowers? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we get along better now. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a couple calls from some listeners who who want your advice on things. And by yours, I mean who, whichever guest I have. Okay, cool. Okay, hold on one sec. What the fuck? There we go. 
Am I bad at podcasts? I mean, you have your own, so how could you be? I feel like I'm not, like, funny. I'm not, like, charismatic. I'm just kind of, like, talking. But some people are, like, you know, they're, like, they come in, like, they're... They come in hot. They're funny. They're With high energy. Yeah. I think you're decent at podcasts. Okay. But I'm not, like, exciting. You're not, like, the best podcast and guest in the world, but you're definitely not the worst. Not even, right. Not even close to the worst. Right. This is from uh, Prince Ali. I don't, do you think this is his real name? I don't know. Prince Ali. So in the last two to three years, I came out of the closet. I moved to L.A. from New York City, quitting my job to become an actor. I was a former money laundering investigator, became a vegan. Spirituality hit me hard. and Sounds so sad. It's affecting my mental health. I came to L.A., I didn't know anyone, and it got really lonely and stressful, and I tried to commit suicide, started drugs and all these crazy things, and it's like, maybe therapy's an option for me. I don't even know at this point, but there you have it. It's intense. Is that real? Yeah. Someone sent you that from the internet? Someone sent me that from the internet. Sent it to me a few months ago, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have drug problems and it sounds like you're going through stuff, like, I think you have to, like, go to, you have to go into a program. You have to go to, like, a, I don't know how deep you are into drugs, but you have to, like, detox, do that, go to rehab, and then get into, like, a sober living situation. And So you're saying step one, get off the drugs. Yeah. I think that's step two, personally. Okay. Step one, change your name from Prince Ali to something else. Uh, People aren't going to take you seriously. It could be a fake name. So, if yeah. that's your real name, change it. Yeah, he's got to get off drugs. Yeah, get off drugs. Get clean. Just go get. Just go get clean, and it'll give you like a clear head to reapproach your life and be the person you want to be. Yeah, and it'll be such a battle to get clean. You'll come out with motivation. Yeah, to and you'll be stronger. Fix other things. It'll be easier. Yeah, but you gotta. You gotta just. Uh, I would check in somewhere. And but yeah, I mean, stuff. think about it this way. You just came out of the closet. You're free. You're in L.A., a lot of gay people here. Get clean. Meet a, meet some guys to spend your life with. Life is good. I mean, that's a lot. I would just take it a step at a time. Get clean. Yeah, don't like make them fall in love. Not fall in love, but just go out there no, and yeah. have a little fun as a newly out-of-the-closet yeah. gay man. Yeah, there's good times out there. Just get your uh, get your health together. Yeah, don't don't have the good times with drugs. Yeah, unless you you have your shit together. Some people can do drugs. Some people can't. It right. Sounds like you're you're having a hard time. So, and maybe you turn to drugs for you know, yeah, you gotta. Okay, we're gonna take a call. One more call. This is from Francesca Fabiani. Okay, Francesca, Francesca, are you illiterate? How do you know she isn't a weird one and it's Francesca? <laughs> Can't Would read. Jessica so comedy store. So comedy store to just not know how to read. <laughs> I, I mean, I know how to read the basics. I'm not a pro reader. <laughs> the basics. I d- I have to be a pro reader now. <laughs> you can play the hits of. I could. I wrote a book for God's sakes. Yeah. Sure. You're you're rude. <laughs> you used to be nice. <laughs> this is the old Benji. This Benji potluck host that I had on my podcast today. Oh, no. Um, okay. Francesca Fabiani. 
Hi, I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. I'm just calling because I've been having some family problems lately and I was wondering if you could offer me some advice. So, my parents just moved to LA and we've always been really close, but they've also always lived on the East Coast. And now that they've moved here, I just feel really overwhelmed. Like they're always at our house trying to change the furniture around, trying to change the art, trying to influence decisions I make with my kids. And they're both retired, so it's really important to me to make sure they feel valued, but I also don't want to hurt their feelings. Uh Boundaries are important. You could relate to this one, right? You got to have boundaries with everybody. It's part of having a relationship with people can be the boundaries. Because if you don't have boundaries, it'll ruin the relationship and then you don't want to have a relationship. So you have to learn how to have boundaries where they don't annoy you all the time and are always in your shit. And you have to learn to communicate that while keeping your relationship good with them. Yeah. It sounds like you just have to communicate with them. And if they're not rational people, then like... You know, you don't want to put out your husband or your family or your boyfriend or whatever's going on. You know, you don't want to you don't want your parents to sabotage your happiness and your relationship. But yeah, you have to take responsibility for keeping them out of your house is when it's the normal thing to do. And you just have to take it case by case. You obviously don't want to but yeah, I just take it case by case and when you feel in your heart you feel the moment isn't right for them to come over you have to let them know no please don't come over don't come over i'm telling you you know what i mean yeah i think it's uh be an adult you know right now you're a little girl and you're letting your parents control you still and if you're an adult and you pay for all your own things or whatever even if you don't but you're an adult you say hey leave me alone mom and dad I need some space. Move out of LA. You don't need to live here with me. That's a little much. Say, please get out of my city. You came here. You. This is my town. It's not good advice. I mean, it's two different. It's basically your advice, just pushed up a little bit. It's a boundary. I'm saying set boundaries. No, you just sent the parents out of the out of the city. Send them out. That's a boundary. You got a lot of growing up to do. These are boundaries, dude. You just say, get out of my city. This is my town. That's not a boundary. That's It's a big boundary. You have a lot of growing up to do. That doesn't have anything to do with growing up. Where do you see yourself in five years? Probably, uh, I'll, realistically, where do I actually see myself? Probably in a similar place to where I am now, but where I'd like to be. I'd like to, you know, be a headliner, uh, have created a TV show. Yeah. That would be like the dream. What about your personal life? Personal life, I'd like to be married, um, not have a kid yet, but in talks with my wife about a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to be married. I think you could do that. Or just have a baby with someone I really like. I think you should get married. Kids grow up better when with two parents. Yeah, no, I would be with them, but but two married parents. Yeah, it's no, tradition. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have to have it happen traditionally. It's an American tradition. Yeah, but I don't know if I would exercise that tradition. I mean, listen, you don't obviously you don't have to. And I I was a rapper. You don't want to force it, but if you can, if you can meet someone you love, I 
think you should get married and commit to them for the rest of your life. Yeah, but if you have a baby first, I think that's okay too. And then you get married later. It's not as good though. You don't know that. It's not as traditional, and I'm a traditional man, and I think no, you're you not. are too. No, you're not. How am I not? Um, there's a lot of things that aren't traditional about you. You, you. Like earlier, what? I saw you recording on your phone your snake that's eating a frozen mouse. That's not traditional. Uh, thousands of there's a big snake community in America. But it's not a tradition. It's not traditional. I mean, not every little thing in my life is a tradition, but I'm overall a traditional guy. Traditionally, a guy your age has like a normal job and has a wife. So there's one tradition you don't do there. Are you I'm base- trying to get are a you wife. You a baseball fan? Yeah. Where are you from? Baseball. San Diego. San Diego Padres, baby. Okay, name five San Diego Padres. Tony Gwynn, Ken no, Caminiti. No, they're playing now. Oh, I don't follow it religiously. Okay, so there's another tradition you're not down with. That's. I don't. Yeah, I don't follow every tradition in the world. I'm just. A traditional is just a characteristic of me. I'm a traditional guy. I'm old school. I hold the doors for women. You do? Yeah, I pay for dinner. You do? Yeah. I say, hi, how are you? Thank you so much, you know? I see. Now you get it. I like ketchup on my burger. Traditions. Right? I don't think you're traditional. (laughs) I just named like 10 traditions I do. (laughs) I, you're not traditional. I am traditional. You're not. I have quirks. Sure, I'm a human being. Yeah, I'm not but your like quirks are really a cookie weird. cutter tradition. You have a weird children's book you wrote. You had that weird. You used to do weird stuff with like hookers online saying I love Ari's comedy. That's not traditional. That's weird. I can't control you what have, other people you have do. Snakes and spiders in your house. Um, you run a comedy show out of your living room. That's not traditional. You know what living rooms traditionally are? Living rooms. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, mostly okay. you're not. The yeah, interior I'm, of your I'm car doesn't even come with your car. You had it put on in Mexico. That's not traditional. Yeah, I'm. A, I have unique things about me. Sure, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. You don't robot. Have most most of the traditions you don't do, and you brought up America. I don't see them at all. I went to a U.S. Army preparatory high school. I not traditional. I own a Ford Mustang. Do you? Yes. Okay, traditional. I believe in our commander-in-chief. Do you believe in God? I don't know. I'm agnostic. Not traditional. New wave traditional. I like a good old-fashioned steak and mashed potatoes. You like steak and mashed potatoes? Yeah. That can be a tradition, sure, in certain parts. Yeah. I'm a traditional, classically traditional guy. No, I think I, women should cook me I bet you've done something w- really weird sexually in the last couple weeks. Like what? I don't know. Just something weird. No, my sex something life is normal. Something not traditional. No, I it's, I, it's I keep my sex. It's mostly missionary position the whole time. Really? Yeah, like occasionally if she'll get on top. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> for what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can come back and do this again. Do you always apologize? Uh, do you not like it do you want to come back and do it again or do you think this is good (laughs) you watch it and if it's terrible it's not terrible it's just you're you're uncooperative Mm -hmm. well i didn't know what it was you're combative you got you caught me off guard you're a combative guy you have your guard up yeah well you it's like you don't need to have your guard up with me we're friends we've done road trips together i know but all these people are watching you know how many people watch this not a lot really no one's watching this right now. I mean, someone is, but not a lot of people. 
at least I'm like organic and real, right? Like no one feels like you're, I'm being it's fake. like it's like you're not fake, but it's really real would be, you know, confessing your deepest darkest issues. That's real. You have your guard up. So it's still you're real, but you have your guard up. Of course I have my guard up. Not me, no guard here. That's not true. You have guard, a guard off. Up. No guard. No guard? Zero guard here. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Really? Anything. Um um, what's something if you said about your, cause usually a thing people have that they keep close is their family. So if you really would say anything you would say, but I don't want to, I don't want to coerce you. I don't want you to say something that might hurt you. There's nothing that I could say that hurt me. I'm you, an open book. I'm a wide open book. You are? Yeah. What's the most traumatic thing that happened to you in your childhood? Um, see, I don't even want to know. You don't want to know? No. I don't know. It'll make me sad. I don't want to know. No, nothing. Not I. My childhood wasn't that horrendous. But I even got, still. I got sent to military school. That was pretty traumatic. Uh, one time I sent this girl in class uh, an email from my friend's email saying that I wanted to have sex with her mm-hmm. and stuff. And that was really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like my dad caught me mm-hmm. sending this. Disco- disgusting heinous email to this girl at like a young age where I should not have been doing that did you get in trouble yeah I got suspended from class for a day because it was like somehow the school got involved I don't really know how and then uh, I had to go do I had to go to do volunteer service my parents made me volunteer on the day I got suspended I think I'd rather do positive stuff positive as opposed to what just unpacking like problems and stuff. Oh, you'd rather talk about like when good? I go into therapy, like I'm generally just saying stuff and it's not, I'm not leaning into the dark stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. It doesn't need to be dark. It's just like issues. You see that to me is, is negative. But I guess I, I guess that is negative. Yeah. Like but when what? I go to therapy, it's all I'm talk. I'm trying to just, I'm mostly talking about positive stuff and like I'll talk about things that like frustrated me or difficulties that happened, but like in no way, in fact, like have you really never been to therapy? No. I, it's, it's pretty obvious because when I first started going to therapy, I had your mind state with it where I was like, I'm going to go here. You think there's some sort of utility purpose in it where I go here with my problems and then the therapist fixes it, but that's not what therapy is. But then what are you paying for? You're paying to have someone who's a professional who studied psychology and human behavior and blah, blah, blah to listen to you talk once a week about your life and everything going on. And then they pretty much just build, they build a knowledge of you and your patterns and they're able to tell you about it because they've been listening to you and they go, you don't even remember you were saying the opposite three months ago and you go, Holy fuck, you're right. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it. And you just, you, you start to have someone help you analyze yourself instead of just doing it by yourself in your own head or bothering your friends or whatever. Interesting. Seems like a waste of money. I mean, it's not. It's actually not. <laughs> I mean, it can be if like yeah. you have zero problems and you don't want to go. Everyone's got problems. Like you said. So yeah. I think you should go to therapy because I think maybe that's where I had a problem is that I think you're bad at this because you've well, never done I'm it. An you don't un- understand. I'm an unlicensed therapist. <laughs> yeah, but you're, yeah, but you're really, you, you should at least study a little bit. Yeah, but I kind of want to be like a non-traditional. Like if I, if I go to therapy... Then I'm going to be using their techniques and it's like, I kind of want it to be different. 
I mean, you could call it bad because you're an asshole, but it's just different. <laughs> I've helped a lot of people. Really? Maybe. <laughs> now I feel bad. What made me an asshole? I could have. I'm well, just negative. You're just, yeah, you're saying I'm bringing up negativity. You're being negative. I'm telling you why I, yeah, I think you were. This is all negative. Yeah. Because you started with the start saying negative stuff. Everything up to that was chill, I think. I've never said a negative thing about you in my whole life. I never said that. What? what where? Did, how did the conversation turn there? I think you're a great guy. I think you're a great guy. I think your guard is up. <laughs> of course my guard is up. Why? Because you have to keep your guard up. I'd say let let people hurt you, you know? Yeah, but I like to honor my own discretion in what I say and don't say. Got it. So you're just like a mysterious guy. How will people get to know the real you? It's not even that. Sometimes I'm just slow and I just like to think about stuff. So if I feel like, a, ooh, should I say this or not say this? I go, I just won't say it and I'll think about whether or not I'm comfortable saying this I need this to do that more. Yeah. Sometimes you're not really you if you're just doing whatever and saying everything and blah, 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 blah. But if you, I think I do reveal a little too much. Like, I don't want everyone out there on the internet to know my past relationships and my sexual deviances, but they do. It's too late. I think it's a defense mechanism. Defense of what? People like you who tell everyone everything about themselves. It's like, well, now you know this about me, so you can't use it against me because yeah. I'm open about it. And I'm also like kind of brave and a badass for being so open about that's all my part garbage. of it. That's but what I notice in people. That's what like I AA think, people are. I like. think that's part of it. But then another part of it is like, why should I hide that stuff too? Why are people so like secretive about the? certain things in their life i think it's for each individual to decide where it's just like hey you know what i don't let's say someone just had like a trauma and they don't want everyone they work with to know it's like you can respect that yeah and but then maybe as they get more comfortable they feel comfortable telling this one person there because no one should be no one should feel bad about not wanting to tell someone stuff not feel, feel bad but i just think it's not like you're not brave there's norms and societal norms and people are embarrassed to say certain things and Certain things that everyone, like everyone watches porn, but not everyone wants to admit that, for example. That's one thing. Right. For example. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I do stand up. I'm open about what I say. I say a lot of risky things. But if there's things that I don't, I don't want to have that feeling of being like, oh, well, I should be able to say this, so I will. Or like, it makes me stronger that I can be honest about this stuff. And like, now everyone knows. It's like. It's real loaded with a lot of stuff. I'd rather take the gentler approach and be like, huh, I don't know if I'm comfortable saying that out loud. Like, I could because I've said a lot of dumb stuff out loud that I've often felt like made me look like I've said too much for no reason or maybe I said for the wrong reasons, the things we discussed earlier. And I'd rather just let myself have that moment of being like, I don't know if I want to say that out loud. I guess I can just think about it and for now I won't. It doesn't mean anything. You're right. What do you get out of it, really? What does someone else get out of it? I concede. You do? You're right. You're right. Are you You're older and wiser. No, no, no. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just like a negative, grumpy asshole, and you're just like, I just have to agree with this asshole. No, no, I agree with you. You're making you're making good arguments. Okay. I think I'm going to start being more kind of mysterious of a person. I don't think it's mysterious. It's just like, think about what you're saying. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to be more private. Maybe mysterious is the wrong word. I think I'm going to be 
you know, not, not everyone needs to know that I did this. Yeah. You're you now. They'll, if they want, if they find out it's cause it's important that they need to know. Or it's just not, the natural, the way it unfolded naturally. Yeah. Yeah. If not, it's my business. Yeah. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by <laughs> Bears Don't Like Candy. Do you know the Everyone story Everyone makes this fun book? of your book, right? It's not just me. People make fun of my book? No, I'm saying like when people come on your show, they all make fun of your book, right? You made fun of my book? Yeah, I think it's creepy. And what? <laughs> yeah, it's creepy and weird. So no one could, should be able to write children's books now? That's It's creepy and but weird to write Answer the show? question. Everyone makes fun of you. No right? one's made fun of me that I know of. Everyone plays nice and acts like they like that you wrote a book? What's not to like? Okay. Sell your book, dude. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Uh, it's weird. It's weird to... You have no kids. You have no, like child psychology background i like kids and i used to read books when i was a kid and i enjoyed them then and you i thought shouldn't of this be idea. Ri- you shouldn't be writing children's books who are you to say that it's not it's for a- you write books for other people i'm not why do your why do your thoughts and ideas belong in a child's brain it doesn't make sense i mean not all my thoughts and ideas I, not everything them. i do is for children Just none, of this. Your, none of your ideas and thoughts should be in a child's oh, brain you're gonna regret saying that when i tell <laughs> you the story behind this book did i tell you the story behind this book so, uh, proceeds go to blah blah what uh, no no there's no proceeds go to me okay it's a pro- for-profit book okay um <clears throat> how came with this book i was visiting some old family friends in british columbia and they were the nicest family in the world i bet they were so sweet. They're just really good people. Mm-hmm. They're Christians and they're good Christians. Mm-hmm. And they believe that being a good person will send you to heaven. So they were good people. Oh, I like those Christians. Yeah, they're some of the nicest people. Yeah. And while, and while I'm staying there in their second bedroom, they're treating me like I'm part of their family, even though I'm not. Mm-hmm. One day, their kid goes out into the forest with a bag of candy. Mm-hmm. And he was mauled to death by a grizzly bear. No. Yeah. And I thought to myself... If I could save one kid's life with this book, just one kid's life, it'll all be worth it. You're lying. Why do you say that? You're an elaborate liar. What? It's a lie. What do you mean it's a lie? And I think all those phone calls, people asking for advice, I think those are fake also. What, what are they then? <laughs> you got someone to do it. You're resourceful. Who? I don't know. Who did I get to do a, it? This is all a sham. How, what do you mean? Is it a robot calling? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a detective. But I see through you. You don't I, have any theories? No, I'm not a detective. I don't need theories. But something something smells funny in here. <laughs> it's because I was smiling while I was telling you the story. I don't I don't believe That's I, why. I now don't know what to believe. So you're saying what are you what are you saying? What Say it. Say what you feel. You have a lot of growing up to do, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of growing up to do. And So you're you're still against this book, even after hearing that story. I don't believe the story. You think I made up a story about little Billy getting mauled to death by a grizzly bear in British Columbia? I do. Well, you're Thank right. You. Thanks for listening to the... And the phone um, calls were fake, too. Phone calls were real people. Okay, if this podcast wasn't good, I'll come back. I don't know if it's good. I don't know how to tell those kind of things. Should this be part one? Should we do a part two? Sure. We'll do a part two. Am I a good comment guy? below if you want Benji to come back? Who watches? Have cooler comedians been here? Yeah. Uh, who's like more successful? Yeah. Yeah. 
and people still don't listen? Who's been your Some show? people listen. It's not like it's not a insanely popular podcast. I get a few thousand people listening. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Comment below if you want Benji to come back. Thanks for listening. I'm and, sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bye. Sorry. Sorry.